Good morning, good morning, Inca family. This is Dr. D in the house. I'm up and about, getting ready to go out here and tackle this thing we call life. And I'm telling you, oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all just don't know. Yesterday, it started out pretty good. You know, all went well. First, I just want to just thank the Father above for giving me another opportunity to breathe. I woke up in my right mind. I have the activities of my limbs. So I thank him that on this fifth day of the new year, I am here. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. And I am ready to face all the challenges that is coming one way because I know Father God has brought me over to the next realm of his assignment that he has for me in my life. How do I know that? Because the attacks are coming from all kind of ways, and especially financially. But this is the crazy part. Trying to fix me some blueberry pancakes, y'all. I ain't had no bananas. Um, this is the this this is the thing. It would be so easy to get angry. To give up, this ain't working, I'm wasting my time, yada yada, you know. Um, but then, when you really step back, I cut on the television when I came in here, and I'm saying all this, I got a, a, a story to tell. That's why I'm sharing this first. I turned on the television. <laughs> And lo and behold, I'm trying to remember what is this little cartoon <laughs> with, um, oh my God, I got the name of the cartoon. Now see, I can't even testify if I can't tell you the name of the cartoon. Where it's a movie with, uh, what's his name? He played uh, in the Paris Caribbean. Uh, Johnny Depp. Oh my gosh. And he played the little frog. I love that movie. Hypothetically, it was kind of weird at first, but when you take your time and listen to it, it has some truth to it, y'all. Well, this part, when I turned it on, this is when he was having this conversation in the desert with the cartoon character Clint, Clint Eastwood, right? And then the armadillo was behind him, and he was like, did you see that? And this is what really got me. He, the armadillo said, um... We only can see what we are allowed to see. Okay, now remember that one. Then, he was telling uh, Johnny Depp, which was the little lizard. He was playing like the little lizard. Because Johnny Depp was like, I'm not even supposed to be here. Because remember, the family had a car accident, and he fell out the little tank. <laughs> it was a hilarious movie. I loved it myself. So the Omadella told him after he was telling him he ain't supposed to be here. He, you know, he looking around trying to get out of here. And the Omadella looked back, drew a frame around him, and told him, "It's not even about you. Matter of fact, how can you run from your own story? Better yet, how can?" You tell it if you get out your own picture. Whoa. So, 
on the next episode, I'm gonna go into some details about. Guess what? Life is gonna kick the hell out of you. And why? Because we have an evil, wicked, disgusting, aggravating enemy who don't want to see you make it. Only thing he, if you're not gonna serve him, meaning you're gonna live your life any kind of way, you're just gonna destroy your body because that's the temple of God. You know, you're just gonna live uh, promiscuous and drugs and hurting people and do evil things and just work for him. If you're not doing that for him and he see you trying to live for God and trying to live by the golden rule in life, he gonna come at you with everything he has to make you turn around. And I'm gonna explain that on the next episode. What's up, what's up, what's up, Anchor family? Let's continue on with this word called life. Life, life, life. Oh yeah, it's gonna kick the hell out of you. It's gonna beat you up, it's gonna punch you out, it's gonna side swipe you. It's going to try to trip you downstairs. It's going to do whatever it has to do to stop you, to block you, to derail you, to defame you, just to destroy you. Why? Because you have an enemy in this world called life. And if you're not serving the enemy, if you're not doing what he wants you to do, living this wild lifestyle against God's commandments, from the Bible, like I stated earlier, the Bible works for me, so that's what I'm living by, the Bible, okay? And my faith is in it, okay? Um, all other faiths, when I was seeking um, this higher power way back almost 25 years ago, guess what? It was nowhere around. So when Jesus appeared to me, okay, and I had a glimpse of heaven, yes I did. There's no turning back. And that's, I could tell anybody that once you have an encounter with God, there's no turning back. So because I don't serve the devil, now I still need help in getting delivered from different situations that happens, okay? And I'm not perfect, but I'm striving to serve the Lord with all my heart, mind, strength. And as he told me, um, last year, he said, you know what will keep me, keep you from being where I am? Not having his love and not having the spirit of forgiveness. So I'm pushing for that. And I see that the enemy is trying his best to get me angry, get me upset. And one thing I do realize, and I want you guys to realize, other people don't know your situation, okay? We you know we all go through things, all right? So when you come in contact with a person that don't have nothing to do with your life, don't take it out on them, all right? Even in the company, and I'm saying all that because I goes to my office last night when I got off from work, when I got off from my job, and I went to the ministry office last night. I couldn't get in. My doggone door was locked. Then they had a little tag on the door talking about call management. I've been locked out for non-payment of rent. I said, what the hell? 
I said, oh, no, okay, all right, devil. And that's the first I said, okay, this how you want to play? This how you want to play? Cool. Because now, guess what? You about to give me a, a, a free month's rent. And matter of fact, you're going to do more than this. I was steaming. I called the office and everything. Nobody don't want to call. Nobody don't want to answer the phone. I sent in the... The maintenance, you know, we have our own app. Nobody didn't respond. Okay, that's how y'all want to roll? Alright. So, I found the email from the guy that uh, leased out the space for the ministry, right? And I left him a nice detailed message. Then I told him I will follow up this message with all my bank statements, with all the payments that's been paid, that's been through my bank last month okay they claimed they didn't get the check then the check went through my account maybe three weeks later i told them i was going to cancel that check and in good faith i'll send y'all another ach just so my account can be right why are these people not owning drafted from the ach and still sent the and then some kind of way they still sent the check through so something's going on in your office and putting people's stuff behind. You see what I'm saying? So I was able to send all of that to the email and I checked to see if I had a response or whatever. I didn't get anything yet. But one thing, the last statement I said, please, I'll work in the daytime. I'll be in my office at night. I would like to be I would love to have access to my um space tomorrow evening. I will be at the office in the morning. So you see what I'm saying, y'all? All kind of stuff occur, and you just got to. All right, this D, Dr. D back. Yeah, what to do when it's not you? So as I was stating from the previous episode, so I, I went and printed out all the copies for each month. I went all the way back from June because when I checked my mailbox, they had a audacity to have another letter in there talking about that October payment was not paid. Well, you know, that's a lie because I just I just was laughing. I'm like, yeah. And see, that that company, the transition, they have new owners. And I'm telling you, um, I did a Facebook Live when we have to get uh, an occupancy license. And then um, they went up like 10 cents a square foot. And that wasn't supposed to happen to next year. And I mean, all kind of changes was happening with this building with the new owners. And I stated that in my email that since um, this, 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 it's just, it's not sensitive. It's not um, serving the loyal tenants because this will be my second year in that building. And I've, the ministry have paid their rent on time every month. I made that clear for them to check my records because I'm very appalled and I'm disappointed in with the business actions that they are displaying and it's just January 5th and then oh yeah don't don't forget that they added this month too no no this time nobody's not getting no money for January till y'all clean all this up all right, so I'm, I'm I'm sharing this because they have individuals that have this mindset 
that they feel that um, everything's supposed to go their way. Um, you want me to start a business, but I gotta have this right. I gotta have money for this. I gotta have this. this. Yeah, yes, we do. We need all of that. But I'm talking the at the ones that always have excuses, but yet you spend all this other invaluable time throwing shade at other people, hating on other people, talking about other people. But what you doing? You see what I'm saying? You just sitting there complaining. And they have individuals such as myself and others that are really hustling hard. That's grinding, trying to make it happen. And it's not easy for us, especially entrepreneurs, when you are striving to, 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 to build that, that inheritance for yourself and to leave a legacy behind for your children's children where they can be economical, empowered, especially as a nation, as a black nation, a black people, okay? We are not taking time out to teach our children anything. So life, when life comes, they're clueless. They don't have no sense of work ethics, no sense of respect for the elders, no sense of get up and go and do it for yourself, no value at all. Why? Are you, are you displaying this function towards them? Do they see you up and running? You know, my children may say some stuff about me, but one thing they can say, they say, well, we know we saw my mama hustling hard. She always kept two jobs. She always was trying to do some type of business. She always was doing something. They didn't have a lazy mother. And I made sure they had first before I did. I went, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. In 2014, I believe, was the first time that I had a bedroom set for myself. And I can get in it and sleep in it for myself and by myself. 2014, I'm 52 years old, y'all. You see what I'm saying? Sacrifice. When 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 life come and knock the hell out of you, what are you gonna do? What's your fight back? What's your comeback? What's your end game? To overcome situations like when you know you're right and and bad still happen. My office locked out. It's no reason for it to be locked. Why? Cause somebody else dropped the ball. But I had to handle it. But I had to calm down first, y'all. <laughs> so I can hear from God, right? <laughs> it's Dr. D, Dr. D. Once again, once again, this is the third episode on life and what to do when it knocks the hell out you. <laughs> and I know this kind of crazy because this is just the fifth day of the new year, you guys. Come on now. See that? See what I'm talking about? It doesn't matter what day it is, what year it is, we have to face adversity. And that's why it's so important. Keep your stuff in order, okay? Keep your stuff in order. Document. I have a planner. You know, that's one good thing. Have a planner. Make your notes. You can't remember everything. Guess what? Paper never forgets. Some kind of way, you get your paper and pencil, get your notebook, get your planner, a daily planner 
and every day you can document some things I know I, I'm not able to remember and I have my planning on it. I had a guy I was in the store and I had the planning with him because I knew I had to pick up some stuff for, for the ministry last year and um, so I had my list <clears throat> excuse me and uh, so and it was a white guy he, he said I'm very he said I'm impressed so I'm looking around like who is he talking to he said we still use these now <laughs> I say, excuse me, sir, you talking to me? Yes, ma'am. The planner is awesome. I used to have one. I, I thought they got rid of it. I said, no, Frank, uh, franklinplanner.com. They have all sorts of planners that you can order, and they have refills and everything. He looked at me. He said, I'm impressed again. I'm going to check that out. Thank you. I need something like that because sometimes my phone go there and he, here he go. He go stand up his little story and I'm standing there looking like I really have something to do. But two things out of that. First of all, I can tell because I'm black. I'm a black woman. He's a white man. And he, come on, he's impressed. Yeah, I, I bet you is. <laughs> no shade on the Caucasian folks because I have my best friend is a is a Caucasian. I love her so much. She's my sister in 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 Portland. Uh, and I have other uh, friends and other nationalities that are my customers. So no shade on that and no discrimination and don't send me no comments or anything. It just is what it is, y'all. We need to just stop acting like none of this exists. It's existing. But he made that comment because of that. And secondly, he didn't think that um, it still was available. Okay. And so that's what I do. I try to document things when I pay my bills. Uh, I write it down the day I did it. Get the confirmation number, you guys. If you do banking online, keep your receipts. Try to organize yourself. Okay. Because, see, life going to come. And sometimes it's going to come and it's going to sideswipe you. I call that a sideswipe last night. You know, the enemy kind of threw me off because I thought I'm going up there. I got to go in the office. I got to do a little work, you know, come back and get ready for the night job. And it just threw me off. It, just, it really did. It just threw me off my whole game. Everything that I planned on doing, it just exhausted me. And, and remember, when we get angry, we lose at least 8%. Or oh, is it 98%? Or 88%. I'm going to find out the percentage because I was in the training where they say you, you lose 8% of your memory when you get angry. I think it's 98. I'm going to find that out, y'all. I'm going to get back with y'all on that one. I think it should be a higher percent because they were saying that the serotonin that is rushed to our brain and the endorphins when we get angry. It's just our thinking mechanism, and that's why uh, it was told to us that, and this is part of psychology, it was told to us that that's why a lot of individuals do things, and when they come to, it's like they're in a whole other state of mind. And when they come to, they can't believe that, oh, I did that? I punched that person? Oh, my gosh. I killed my mom. I killed my dad. Or, oh, my God, I killed my wife. They don't even remember why, because 88% of your, your thinking mechanism is shut down when you're angry. So when things happen, and I'm going to confirm that percentage, okay, y'all, I'm just throwing that out there right now, because that's what I, I, I can remember a little. I'm going to verify it for you guys. So when I come into a situation that's um, angry, 
or makes me upset, uh, I'm going to give it to y'all on the next episode. <laughs> Dr. D back. We on episode, I think, four. <laughs> so, that, like I was sharing on the previous episode, you know, that when we are angry, we lose the capacity to think straight. And that's why the Bible tells us that we should not argue with a fool because you will become just like them. Or uh, they also have a scripture, one of the final scriptures. Uh, in Proverbs, it tells you that... Uh, don't give wisdom to an angry man because he will be angry with you. In so many words, he's not going to hear you. Okay? He's not going to hear you. And the Word of God tells us. Now, yesterday my scripture was Romans 14, 17. Righteous. The kingdom of heaven is not of meat and drink, but is righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now you see how the enemy called itself trying to steal my joy? He was trying through the daytime. He couldn't do it. Alright. So at the end of the day, he thought he had me. Now I was I, I was upset for a couple of minutes. I ain't gonna say seconds, a couple of minutes because I was like, I can't believe this. And then they wouldn't answer the phone. I'm like, they didn't like, I have to get up in here and yada, yada, yada. You know? And then so by the time I went when I came back to my temporary home, okay, I went to the office, I'm at the hotel, and I went to the business part, and I went to the printer, right? So I just started winning my email, because I get all my stuff emailed, okay? So I start printing every month. Print. I said, I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> so I done, I done printed out all these bank statements and circling them and highlighted and you see, and I put highlight the date it was paid on time, you know. In December this year, it was y'all fault. Somebody dropped the ball in December because this is what happened. And y'all ricocheted the ministry bank account because y'all attempted to, to claim the same amount of rent twice after you stated that you did not receive the check. How did the check go through my bank? Somebody had something. Somebody didn't do something. You see what I'm saying? So that's not my fault. Y'all need to make that correction. Okay. Because I, I tried to save face and say, and then I got to go to the bank because I stopped payment on the, on that check. Have the, the confirmation number for that. And it still went through the bank. So even when you do what you're supposed to do, guess what? Things will still happen, you guys. That's all I'm trying to share with you all. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to let the devil steal my joy. I'm not going to let the devil get me upset. I'm not going to the, let the enemy use me to go curse out somebody, want to fight somebody, tell somebody a piece of my mind. I'm going to tell you a piece of my mind. Let, wait a minute. Let, 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 let me take all this religion coat and let me just tell you about yourself. Let me tell you about your company. Your company, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will explain to them since it has been um, converted to the new owners, whoever is the new uh, I've seen a different attitude that's not a good attitude for business relations with tenants in this building. I, I'm not the only one that I've spoken with that people are very, very disgruntled. So something has happened with that culture of the individuals who bought that building. You see what I'm saying? And it has to be made known, just like where I'm at. 
with with an uh, independent contractor with Jackson here. All right, they have to maintain their culture because their name is important. And so, if you have preparers not preparing the tax returns properly and always having audits. Guess what? They're going to come and sit down with you and find out, dude, is this your field? Do you want to do this? Or are they going to say, you need more training? You see what I'm saying? Case in point, when I went to the office downstairs to show them on a bank statement, even at the hotel, because they kept, they was running stuff through the account. Oh, my God. See, you guys, I have so much stuff coming at me, but yet I'm still striving to maintain my momentum. All right? So when life want to kick the hell out of you, you maintain your momentum. Let's keep that for the day. All right? If anything you can take out of what I'm sharing with you all today, let's keep that. When life want to kick the hell out of you, maintain your momentum. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's Dr. D. who was talking about uh, life. When it's not you, meaning life when it kicks the hell out of you. <laughs> Excuse the term, but hey, that's how I feel sometimes. I'm going to be transparent. I'm not going to be one of these cliches, uh, individuals, ministers, prophets, or whatever, and trying to sugarcoat everything. It's rough out here, y'all. <laughs> but you know what the awesome part about it, though? We have God on our side. He said, the joy of the Lord is our strength, coming out of Nehemiah, right? He also tells us that um, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. He has overcome already. So, one more. In James, it tells us that count it all joy when you find yourself in um, divers of trials. Come on. So, I'm looking at this here, going into the new year. Already, God had me reaching out to individuals, sharing the love of God, uh, empowering individuals to become business owners so you could be self-sufficient as an entrepreneur, right? Uh, I I, I, I sacrificed myself. I said, nevertheless, not my will, Lord, but your will be done. So when you do this, I was sharing in part two of life. Hey, when you live it for God, you have a wicked one, the evil one. Now, here go one of the scriptures I was talking about being angry. Out of Proverbs 26, 4. Let me get it. Proverbs 6, 24. We're going to have a little mini Bible study right quick because we have to control our anger. Because if we don't control our anger, we won't be able to think straight. And when you can't think straight, you can't act right. And you can't act right, you can't hear from God. And that's the avenue that the enemy will use against you. 26.4 tells us that uh, answer not a fool according to his folly, lest thou also be like him. In the Amplified, it tells us, answer not a self-confident fool according to his folly, Unless you also become just like him. <laughs> we don't want to become like him. 2922. 29.22 tells us that a man of wrath stirs up strife and a man given to anger commits and causes 
much transgressions. That's in the Amplified. The King James Version tells you in Proverbs 29, 22, that an angry man stirred up strife and a furious man abundant in transgression. So, when I allow the enemy to stir me up to become angry, then I begin to sin because I'm not thinking straight. I'm not hearing from God. I'm not operating in faith. I didn't let to my flesh and my emotions. Okay, and so what I had to do last night, I had to put my emotions and my flesh in check because first of all, it's like, wait a minute, why are you upset? You didn't do nothing wrong. You just don't have access to your office tonight. Print out, you know, when I calm down, it's like the Holy Spirit say, only thing you have to do is go print out your bank statements and send it to them. Somebody in the office dropped the ball. You know, so I added my little stuff in there, you know, y'all this and then, you know, that you know, and I think about it, all that only thing I had to do is say, here go my bank statements to verify my payment. I will um it will please me that when I come to my office tomorrow evening that I'll be able to turn my key and get in. You know, but see, I want to put all that in it, you know, and, and y'all won't, and when they read it, they're not even going to probably read all of it. They're just going to look at the bank statements. So now they're going to have to go in their office this morning and find out, okay, what did we just do? Because this tenant that paid, he go the bank statements right here. Why did y'all lock her office? You see what I'm saying? And so now you're going to have to give me a free... And I'm okay. I want, oh, I want to talk to the owner. I want any fees that y'all call yourself trying to charge me now because y'all locked my office. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going to waive those fees. You're going to waive the NSF fees that y'all claim that it was my fault, but no, it wasn't. So you make sure you have your ammunition. Your ammunition is having all your paperwork in order. Keep your receipts for everything, and you can win in this life. All right, all right, all right. We gonna wind this up because I got to get ready, get ready to go and handle this business. <clears throat> Excuse me. Life. Thank God for life, because Jesus said, "I come to give you life and have it more abundantly." Now. If God sent Jesus for us to have an abundant life and we're going through all this hell in life, what's happening? Why is all this is happening, you guys? Well, let's go to the first part of that um, scripture. Because there's two parts to it. All right. And we hear a lot of people saying the second part, but they're not explaining the first part. In John 10, 10, the second part tells us that I come that they may have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Let's read the first part. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now it says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Now the only way that this is going to happen if you go and read the whole uh, scenario of that text in John 10 Jesus is speaking in this book. Okay, his John was one of his um, disciples at that time before he was an apostle. And he wrote about the life that he had 
when Jesus was with them. Okay, so he wrote about this, and this is what we're reading. Just like we read about different books and people with Harry Potter, and we have Josh, Joyce Myers, and I'm just calling these out because we get a lot of this stuff that I'm hearing on the airways and YouTube. That man, man wrote the Bible, so you can't listen to it. Man, okay, duh. Well, you listen, you read other books that man made, and you listening to that. Come on, y'all. Let's use common sense, you guys. Duh. So John was writing to express how uh, he saw, from his point of view, how Jesus was. And so he just wrote what Jesus was talking about when he was talking about he is the good shepherd. Now for us to experience this life that he's talking about and also to be protected from the evil one who want to steal, kill, and destroy our life, we have to realize that he is the door. Okay? Jesus said unto them, he was talking to um, the individuals that didn't really understand what was his purpose. They couldn't. They didn't really know who he was. They knew he was a great man. Or, uh, he was a great teacher. He was from God, but they didn't know what where he came from. Who is this person? Because the only thing they can see Jesus was he was the carpenter's son. Okay? And a lot of people see individuals the same way. Oh, yeah, well, he's doing the works of God, so God got to be with him. God got to be with her, but she 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 from New Orleans, so I don't know about that. And, um, he he worked over there at, at Synergy, so I don't know about that. You see what I'm saying? How people label you? So Jesus just was saying, look, for you to experience John 10, 10, you got to know that I am the door. Okay? And all that ever came before me are just thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. He said, hear my voice. That's what he was talking about. Very, very, until I am the, I am the door. You are the sheep. Hear me. Hear me. If you, if you want to try to understand that metaphor, go watch the History Channel on how the sheep have to follow the shepherd and how the shepherd have to protect the sheep from the, the wolves and, the, and all of the foxes and stuff like that. Y'all know what I'm saying. So um, Jesus used a lot of metaphors to try to convey his message. So that's all I'm trying to do to share with you guys. Life is going to hit you all kind of ways. It's, gonna, it's a boxing match. But the only way for us and all of us to overcome and how I overcome and how I can keep my joy and how I can keep serving God and serving people is because of this. Jesus is my door. So I go through him and when I go through him, I have life more abundantly. God bless y'all. All right, Anchor family. We were talking about living life and having abundant life and Jesus is the door. Um, they also have the, the scripture tells us that Jesus is the way, he's the truth. No man can get to the Father, our Heavenly Father, um, Father God, the God who created the heavens and the heavens. This God that all sorts of nations and uh, religions uh, meditate and tune in to this spiritual being that we call God. But the thing about that is man 
was created by God, but because of Adam, we fell into sin. So he redeemed us, glory to God, by the blood, come on Holy Ghost, of Christ. Yahshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ the Messiah. No man, you read the whole book of John, St. John, in, 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 St. John in the book of John. It tells us that Jesus is the way, he is the life, he is the truth, the way, and the life, and no man can get to our heavenly God but through him. Why? Because he became sin for all mankind, and that's why God said, yeah, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever will, let them come. See, we have to come to God through Jesus. Jesus is the second part of the heavenly host of God. It's three parts. Uh, I was listening to this uh, this group, which is awesome, awesome teaching. I'm, I'm learning so much, but I have some concerns on some things because they come against the Trinity. It's stating there is no such thing as the Trinity. It's only one God, but they're coming from just an Old Testament perspective. They're reading out of the New Testament, but they focus more on the Old Testament. And then they have other books, um, the Maccabees. They have other books that have been written, written by other people that have experienced in common with Jesus that was not part of the Bible. And the Bible tells us that anyway. It says that if everything was written, it would be volumes, right? So that's why it say a king search a matter out. It's up to us to do the research, you guys. And you have to seek God for yourself with the leading of the Holy Spirit in your life. But the only way you can experience the Holy Spirit in your life, you have to accept Jesus Christ as Lord. Jesus is the only way. I'm sorry. Jesus is the only way that you can literally have open communion with the Heavenly Father, okay? He is the doorway. So when you go through that door, that's like allowing Jesus to come into your heart. Your heart is the door, okay? And so when life comes and you have this relationship, this encounter with God through Jesus and now you can fellowship with them every day through the Holy Spirit because he's with us now because Jesus sent them. He said, I have to go. Meaning when he came back after the third day of resurrection, okay, he said, it's expedient that I go. Meaning, look, I got to get out of here, y'all. <laughs> he said, but guess what? I'm not going to leave you by yourself. I'm going to send someone to you to help you live this life because, yes, you're going to have some trouble because I already know the enemy his amps is running rapid here and you're going to need help and I'm going to help you through the Holy Spirit. So we have guidelines just like on a job you have your policies and procedures. When you have school you got to complete certain things to graduate. But that's just like with the, with the Word of God. We have limitations and boundaries that are safeguards. And when we go out those boundaries then we are open range for the enemy to come and shot us down, shoot us down. And that's why it says the thief comes to 
kill, to steal, and to destroy you. But I come to give you life and have it more abundantly. Today, choose life. Choose Jesus Christ. He is the only one. Hey, Anchor family, the Lord told me to share something. I thought I was finished. We were talking about life and how Jesus came to give us life and have it more abundantly. But we have boundaries, we have safeguard uh, mechanisms that He is obligated to cover us and protect us, right? He also wants me to share that even though we are following the rules, we are living the golden life, right? Meaning the golden rule, treating people right, loving, forgiving. Um, you in the boundaries. You're doing everything. You know, why bad things happen to good people? You know, why all this is going on? Why, 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 why? And it seems like no matter what, it just like makes you sick because you've seen all this other stuff that's happening and all this habit is going on around you and you are maintaining the boundaries. You're inside the boundaries. Well, he want me to share also that even within the boundaries, you're going to have some hiccups. And just that fast, he was showing me a baseball game. The baseball game got first, second, third base, home run, right? Home base. Okay? Those, that diamond shape is their boundaries. And then the ball go out there is a foul. Right? Well, that's how life is. Now, on the inside of that diamond is your safeguard. But if that pitcher throw that ball and the batter hit it and hit the pitcher in the face or hit one of the players while they're running back and they trip and break their ankle or break their arm or whatever, guess what? They was in the boundaries. And it happened. What do you do then? What do you do when you are following all the rules and stuff still happens? I want to use the other word, but, you know, it happens, right? You still have to trust God. You still have to believe that He is with you. He is for you. He's not against you. And as long as you keep acknowledging Him, He's going to take care of you. Like my situation. That's out of my control. It happened. So now it's gonna it's gonna help that company to find out what's going on in their office because now they are creating an inconvenience for their tenant. And if the truth be told, from I'm listening to my neighbors, they kind of fed up because some things that's going on. Now I only can speak for myself. So by me having my documentations, I'm still inside my boundaries. I'm protected. What happened was not on my end. Now, just for instance, if I was always late, I ain't never paid, I couldn't prove that I did this and did that, then yeah, then that'll be my fault. But see, I'm covered. So, in a messed up life again, it's like a scale. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I'm just believing that you all, whoever need this word for this day, you can carry it out throughout the week, but you got to make it for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. So we have to deal with today. Jesus even told us, stop worrying about tomorrow and yesterday. Worry about today because tomorrow got his own troubles. Yesterday troubles was not 
not going to be today's trouble. Even though it carried on because I got to handle some situations from yesterday. But this is a whole nother day now. When I leave out of here, I'm about to face something totally different. I'm about to face new customers, a new atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Every day is a new day. So you learn from day to day, okay? Let peace and love rule in your heart in the midst of whatever. Yeah, compose yourself. When something happens, yeah, let those emotions um, roll. But Jesus said, be angry but sin not. Back it up. Take a deep breath. Musa. <laughs> All right, get your thoughts together. Then start talking. Start talking in the atmosphere. Start talking and say, okay, God, you know, Woo, woo, woo. What should I do? How should I handle this? You see what's happening? This is how I feel. I'm angry. You know, he already said, but express. Like you talk to your friend. God is our friend, y'all. And when you take time out to talk with him, like I'm talking to you, watch you see a whole better life. You'll be able to experience the love, joy, and peace I'm talking about. Okay, I'm gone. <laughs>